I think about this a lot for my family, and I think about this a lot in how do I protect them if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, if something happens, and I lose my voice, I lose my ability, I get paralyzed, the worst things happen, right? If you don't think about it, are you setting up your family if something goes wrong? Because there's some easy stuff you can do to protect that. Welcome back. Jim, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Will? I'm doing well. Another beautiful day here. Our great country of America. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy American Podcast. You're here with Jim Stryker and Will Hinkson. We are on a mission to empower more Americans with the knowledge, the inspiration, the education around what it looks like to put yourself in the best possible position to be a wealthy American. Why? Because we believe that this country is better with more citizens having more wealth in it. And we want to help you take that journey wherever we can at whatever stage you're in. So today, what we want to talk about, it's really important, right? You get working really hard, right? Like I remember Jim, for me, shared my journey here before. We'll keep it really condensed today, right? Came up hard, came up real, real broke right outside of Detroit. Then from there, went in the military, worked real hard over there, non-combat deployment, special operations, all that good stuff. Started up my first company. You don't really learn how to make money in your first company for a while. As every entrepreneur and business owner out there knows, uh, that skill set is takes some time to develop and is a journey. Once I started to make money, I saved a lot of that, right? Because I was scared I would lose it. And then from there, hit a point where you know, I had a good amount of wealth saved up, all of that stuff. Earning potential is pretty high. Everything else. And really learned a lot of these strategies, everything else that we go over here today. And today, what we want to cover for you there listening is this. You're working really hard. You've probably built up some sort of wealth or have somebody counting on you. And when we say counting on you, we're talking about a partner. We're talking about a son, a daughter. Maybe it's an older family member that you take care of. It looks a little bit different for everybody. But what does it look like to actually protect that wealth? right? And there's a couple of different types of protections we're going to talk about. You guys have heard us talk about probably, maybe not if you're new to our ecosystem, maybe this is the first time you're hearing it, but what we talk about with tax risk and market risk, inflation risk, all of that stuff and all that stuff is really valid. But a lot of times as you're setting up your financial future, as you're setting up kind of your wealth, your retirement, it's based on how much money you have to put in there for the rest of your life and what happens if something happens to you. And you can't work. Well, God forbid something happens. And here's a hard thing that was my reality for a lot of years. I went to more funerals than I went to weddings in my 20s. And so this is something that I'm very comfortable talking about because I lived it. And most people go like, hey, man, you kind of, it almost sounds cavalier when you talk about death. It's not because it's cavalier for me. It's because it was normal in combat for me. And so I think about this a lot for my family. And I think about this a lot in how do I protect them if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, if something happened, right? Or let's just say, you know, whatever happened, I lose my voice, I lose my ability, I get paralyzed. The worst things happen, right? We all hope they don't. We don't want to think about them. But if you don't think about them, are you setting up your family and the people that are counting on you if something goes wrong? Because there's some easy stuff you can do to protect that. And Jim, let's talk about that. So what are some, when we talk about wealth protection, what are some of the different things we get into. And actually, before we get there, disclaimer, this show is not financial advice. Financial advice, retirement planning, investment planning, wealth planning requires a trained professional who can get you clarity through understanding your specific situation. Clarity is power, but it needs to be specific to your situation 
and circumstances. This is education on some of the concepts that are available to you. So Jim, let's talk wealth protection. Protection in this conversation, Will, is, uh, is near and dear to my heart. So being as somebody who's loves to, to talk about investing money, saving money and what to do with it and dreaming about the future and everything else, I want to share a quick story if I can. So I, and this, this will ring, ring true to the question that you, you asked with regards to that. And so I have, um, I had a client of mine, 44 year old client, one of the most amazing uh, human beings I've ever had the opportunity to meet. We paint the picture for this guy. He's six, six. He is 9% body fat. He is the epitome of health. I don't know if he's ever even smelled a jelly donut or a Coca-Cola. <laughs> this guy eats clean. He is healthy. He is um, no, he's not a stressful person. He's a very smart person, spent 30 years being a professional student. One of the smartest guys I've ever met in my entire life because he, he loves the, 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 the game of smarts. That's what I call him. I'm like, dude, you're, you, you, that's just who you are. So we were having this conversation and he's got a beautiful wife. Um, I think they've been married now 18 years, four beautiful kids, one set of twin girls and uh, a boy and another um, younger daughter, all under the age of 11. So you can imagine the chaos that's going around in his household. Well, we were sitting down uh, one day and we were talking about investing and being wealthy and wisdom and all this stuff. And we got on, on the topic of um, retirement and how long he has to work before that spigot or that bucket of income, that poten income potential runs out, right? And um, we, we got to, to talk about this. And, and I said, you know, it's kind of funny in the you know, wealth management, you know, financial planning, you know, somehow 99% of most financial advisors miss this. And that is um, remaining income potential is potential. I don't know about you, but in school, um, I had a lot of potential, <laughs> right? So it's the P word, but we got on this conversation and I'm like, so this is the potential, you know, that you have. I said, but you know, man, what happens if that potential doesn't materialize? What happens if you pass away tomorrow? I mean, heck, none of us are guaranteed to pass away. You've got this beautiful wife who I know. You've got these incredible kids. And if you died tomorrow, what would they experience? And he said, dude, they'd be devastated. I said, well, you love them, right? Yeah. I said, well, let's find a way to ensure that remaining income potential. So we figured out a way to get it done and we were able to ensure that. So it's guaranteed to happen for him in his life. So we, we solved that uh, you know problem for him. We wrote it, uh, you know, an insurance policy, whatever, and got him taken care of. And a uh, couple months go by. He's busy. I'm busy. He's doing all kinds of things. I get this call from his wife. She goes, Jim, I got bad news. Kyle passed away yesterday. I said, no way. I just was talking to him like it was yesterday. I immediately start crying. I'm hit with a whole bunch of emotion. She was definitely devastated, Will. But she was calling me to let me know because... There was something that that we did in that plan that that helped tremendously. But before I get there, he was sent. They were on vacation. They were. He took the kids to uh to Disney World, and uh, he was sent to the uh to the Sam's Club or whatever to pick up some baby supplies. Goes in there, starts checking out. Apparently, the checker noticed. He put his hand on his heart. He put his hand on his heart. He's a he's a specimen, and he tips over, has a massive heart attack passes away instantly, never to see his family again. And so I get this call and she just said, Hey, um, this is what happened. And she's broken. I'm broken. We cry together. And she just says, I, I just want to thank you because what you did for our family and how we were able to protect that is going to have an impact on our family for the rest of our life. We know how much he loved us because he prepared for the event that we all eventually are going to prepare for. No one is guaranteed tomorrow. 
right? But he had enough love and enough care and he took direction enough. He took the advice enough to do that. And his family has a, you know, a, a, almost an eight figure, you know, sort of nest egg to alleviate at least the financial pains and financial burdens, not certainly the emotional, right? And missing their father and husband and everything, but at least the financial piece was taken care of. So when we talk about protection and we talk about um, planning and wealth management and everything, not having a plan in place or a conversation around securing, ensuring, preserving, and protecting anyone's remaining lifetime income potential is the most craziest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. That is question number one. It's paramount. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, I think that's huge what you said, man. And it's something that I saw play out as well. And there's a couple different types of wealth protection. We're going to get into a lot of it. It's not all just what happens if you die at a Costco tomorrow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you my personal experience with this, right? You, you know, you lose guys overseas. It's sad. It happens. It is, you're in a combat zone and it's terrible not to have another teammate come home. It's much harder not to have a father or a husband come back. And I think those would be circumstances that a lot of people would never come back from, to be honest. And what I saw is, are they hard times? Of course they are. Is money going to bearing back somebody? Nope. But what I saw it do is I saw those families, you know, a lot of times they were on base back then. You had, this is crazy, it's changed since, but back then you had like 60 days to be off base. That's, that's, that's where your family lives, man. Like it's where you live. You had 60 days to get out of there. It's crazy. And so what they would do is they also had what was called service member group life insurance paid out $400,000 to the beneficiary. And what I saw that do is the families would then buy a house in town so they could stay in the community. Maybe they would move back to where they were from. Maybe they would go somewhere else completely, fund their kids' college funds, all that stuff. The code of the communities, you keep up with the families, right? Like, you, you know, you take them out to barbecues, you take them out to hockey games, baseball games, all that stuff. And I still see them at the, at the reunions every year. And I've watched them because they were able to set themselves up and they didn't have to worry about finance on top of everything and money. It's like, I, we both grew up, you know, without a lot of money. Without having money, it brings a lot of stress in your life. Like, don't get me wrong, money doesn't buy happiness. But the lack of money certainly brings hard times. That's what I'll tell you, at least my experience was. And so I watched it alleviate the financial pressure so they could move on over a number of years and live good lives. And I think when we talk about wealth protection, that's one of the first areas, which is like, hey, if something happens, like it doesn't, like in the grand scheme of things, something like a, you know, convertible term policy, term life insurance, you feel, you know, permanent insurance, whatever it is, it doesn't really cost that much. Right. And there's a lot of different variables to that. Again, consult with a professional on that. This is not financial advice. You, it has to be specific to you. If you have a heart condition versus somebody that doesn't, well, you're going to pay different rates. So it matters. Now, that's the first bucket, which is income. Your income is gone tomorrow. Somebody else was requiring and depending on you to bring that in. And that's what they're living off of. And it's going to be real hard without them. Here's the next one. And this is a lot of our kind of baby boomer crowd will fall into this folks that are getting closer to retirement and stuff like that, which is, Hey, I'm actually within, you know, five to seven years of retirement, things are going pretty well. I got a good amount of wealth saved up. Like this is looking pretty good, but also I remember 2008. And for those of you guys listening, maybe you were in the market in 2008, right? That went from, in fact, it was, I believe, I can't remember the exact months. I want to say it was March of 2008 into like May of 2009, but it was definitely 
it was about an 11 or excuse me, 13 month time span from 2008 to 2009, where the market started going down to where it really bottomed down. That was a, it was like 49.18% loss throughout all of that. So here's the thing. Can you get a 49.8% return and get back to where you were? You can't, right? If you take, if you got a hundred bucks, you take that 49% loss, right? You got $51 in there. If I get a 50% return on there, now I got $75 in there, right? So I would actually need to double that to be able to get back to where I was. And so if you're planning on that in your retirement and all of your stuff is sitting in a place where it could potentially lose money or is exposed to that risk or taxes go up and then you lose another 10% or whatever it is that goes up, you're exposed to that risk. So the other element of wealth protection is how do I make sure I eliminate the potential to lose money? And depending on my timeline, ideally still grow it, which again, there's a lot of different solutions out there and it's specific to every person, but you have to be able to set that up where it's like, cool, you made that money, you're set up. As you get within that kind of five to seven years of retirement, you really should be looking at how do I protect that money? Some people like to do it even earlier at like 12 years out, stuff like that. And there's other solutions where you don't have that risk, but you do have upside, all that stuff. And it, again, it's unique to everybody. But those are our two types of wealth protection that we're really talking about, guys, which is somebody's counting on you for that income to live. Man, I don't want to speak for everybody here, but for me, I want to make sure my family is protected. I want to make sure that if they had to lose me, right? And, and I got a great family. I'm so blessed in that regard, as so many of us here are in, in you know, truly living the American dream. It would be devastating. I don't want them to have to worry about money. I want that to be there. And so on the flip side, as my wife and I get closer and closer to retirement, I, I'm a little bit risk averse anyway. I also don't like the government in my accounts. So we have stuff where we're a little bit protected from downside risk. But as you get closer and closer to retirement, that is more and more important to get in place. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that with annuities, with permanent life insurance, with, with a lot of vari variable things that, again, would totally depend on your circumstance. And more importantly, it's probably the most important thing. If you're going to plan something out like that, you have to be able to and work with somebody because this will require a professional. You have to work with somebody that is able to plug all that in, show you what's called sequence of returns and how you're pulling that money out. So as you're pulling that out in retirement, how long does that money last? Does that money last? And what does that look like to make sure that you have the right things in place for you? And so that would be our advice when it comes to wealth protection, which is first, and if you get somebody counting on you, make sure you're taken care of, especially you do something like you know, a term life insurance policy, it's relative, it, it's pretty affordable, especially if you're making decent money. It's next to nothing. You probably spend more on Starbucks in two weeks. Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then if you're close to retirement, don't risk those losses. That's where you have to really start to look, or again, everybody has unique circumstances. It's not exact. Financial advice, no show is. But yep. for us, as we look at that and as we map out with a lot of people, most of them, what they'll tell you is like, no, I don't want to risk losing money because if I have even a, think about that for a second, even if I have a 15% loss in the market, I need a 30% gain to get back to zero, to get back to where you were. And so do you have enough time left in order to do that? Because there's only so many doublings of our money that we have in our life. And so you have to think through that stuff. And so I think that's what we're talking about mainly with wealth protection. Jim, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think you covered it with regards to you know, any financial plan or any retirement plan or anything that we're thinking about in terms of saving money that we accumulate over the course of time, 
we're in a lot of different phases in our life. We're in the accumulation phase of our life. And then when we go to retire, get close to what you articulated, we go through the dist distribution phase of our life. And then hopefully we're blessed enough to leave a legacy where we go through the transfer you know, phase of our legacy, right? So depending on where you're at, there's things to, to consider. But I will say this, it's hard to come to the conclusion that any of it will work if you don't have the very first piece thought through, covered, and or insured. So if you have remaining income potential, and that is first and foremost, not guaranteed to happen, everything else downstream could or couldn't or may or may not happen unless you guarantee it will. And there is a way to do that. So I would say no matter what phase of life that, that you're in is there's an opportunity to make sure what you want to have happen will happen. That's what I like to help people understand about protection. Awesome. Well, I think that's a great spot to wrap it up today. Guys, thank you for being here with us, sharing your time, which is one of the most precious things we all have. Sharing your time with us today, uh, we are on a true mission to make sure we can empower more Americans with more wealth. And so every citizen can make this great country stronger. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys thank next you. time.